I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The Indianapolis Colts decided to hold on to Jonathan Taylor, and he wasn't traded after all. So now what? Let's talk about it. Welcome to a special episode of the Horseshoe Huddle Halftime, our audio-only episode of the Horseshoe Huddle podcast presented by Fan Nation on SI.com, part of the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Andrew Moore, and I'm joined here with my fellow writer, analyst, and colleague at Horseshoe Huddle, Drake Wally. Drake, it has been a whirlwind of a Tuesday. You guys are listening to this on Wednesday. We're recording this on Tuesday evening. Uh, everything from Jonathan Taylor was a lock to be uh, in a Dolphins uniform to now the Colts hanging on to him and the Jonathan Taylor saga continuing. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. It's just been a it's been a long few days. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of news has has been swirling in, whether it be, you know, roster, roster moves, cuts, waves, or ads. Um, but the one that's been dominating the Colts and it might continue to dominate the Colts uh, news uh, updates is, is Jonathan Taylor. But yeah, just, just a little bit mentally exhausted, but I am excited to see you excited to, to, to talk more Colts here, but uh, yeah, just a whirlwind of a couple days have passed. Exactly. And let's let's just dive right into it, Drake. If you guys haven't followed us already, please go follow us on all of our socials. Like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook, follow at Colts on FN on Twitter, and subscribe to the Horseshoe Huddle YouTube channel. Hit that bell so you know when Drake and I are going live, whenever Shad goes live with the Saddle Up show. And if you can't catch us live, you're listening to us right here on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you are listening. We're on here as well. So make sure you subscribe and give us that five-star rating. So Drake, obviously Jonathan Taylor is back with the Colts. The Colts have elected to keep him on the physically unable to perform list. That means he is going to miss at least the first four games of the regular season. So really there's, there's three different ways. I think that, that this can, that this can go. And let's start out with that, with that first one in that, I mean, there is still a chance that, that Jonathan Taylor does get healthy. His ankle does recover and he comes back and plays for the Colts this season. Uh, how likely do you think that that is is going to happen? And and do you think Jonathan Taylor could still succeed uh, with the Colts? Oh, I I mean, I, there is a, there's definitely a chance it could happen. Um, you know, maybe week five rolls around and things have changed. Maybe the the relationship is a little bit better. Um, you know, that's still quite a ways away. That's that's a good while away. But can he succeed? Absolutely. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is is. I, I bet even when he's healthy, he's still a top five running back in the NFL. So uh, given what Shane Steichen can offer from a coaching standpoint, given that Taylor will have a, a freak athlete at, at quarterback and a good committee around him and a line that's that's improved, at least from what we've seen. Um, yeah, I, I think that that's actually the the optimal outcome. 
you know, is, is him returning from injury and, and just hitting the ground running, being the running back that everybody remembers and, and, you know, maybe a shell of, of what we're seeing now, you know? So uh, I do think it's possible. I do think that if he returns and he feels good, that he will succeed in the offense just because it's pretty much laid out for him. It's right. It's going to be run first if he's in that backfield. Okay. So um, especially with a guy like Richardson, it's going to open up a lot of opportunities. So I would vote. Absolutely. He can succeed. I, yeah, and I think this would be the the best option for both parties. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor can come back and 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 stay healthy. He can prove that he is still uh, that all pro back that he was in 2021 after this ankle injury. Not only do I think he would receive a, a long term extension from the Indianapolis Colts, I think the Colts would be more than willing to give him a very lucrative extension. Do I think it's going to be in the 16 million range? Probably not, but I do. I would expect it to be around 14, 14 and a half million per year with, with some guarantees attached to it uh, towards the beginning. So he receives a lot of that, those guarantees early on within the life of that contract. So I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out i mean obviously jonathan taylor could still hold a grudge and and say you know what i'm not going to come back and play but if i think the best resolution for both parties would be taylor being able to come back show that he is healthy and show that he could be a productive back for the colts now how likely is that i'm almost leaning to that not being very likely what do you think I, I don't, yeah, I, I think that there's, there was even like a, and you know, this isn't really that important, but there was a, a tweet that was put out that apparently Jonathan Taylor liked, right? Where mm-hmm. someone said, Colts are holding Jonathan Taylor prisoner. <laughs> like it's so, a hostage. Yes. They're hostage. Yeah. So uh, I, I think that the relationship, if, if, if there was any question, you know, um, where it's at. I'm not saying that particular Jonathan Taylor liking a tweet that shouldn't be the, that shouldn't, you know, end up resulting in the be all end all of things. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the relationship is frayed. I do think that right now it is on very thin ice. Uh, and honestly, it's going to take, a, it's going to take two things. It's going to take a lot of work, a lot of negotiating, a lot of understanding, a lot of perspective from both sides on the other's situation. And it's going to just simply take Jonathan Taylor understanding that, I mean, this this really is a phenomenal fit for him. This is a good spot to be in for him. Richardson doesn't need him, but boy, he could use him, you know. So it, there's there's a lot of reasons that Taylor should stay. But boy, I, I do think that that relationship is on thin ice and that thin ice could just break at any given moment. I, I agree. And And while Jonathan Taylor isn't going to be out there for week one, you guys listening along can attend a week one NFL game of your choosing. So if you're listening to this, you're obviously a fan of, of the Indianapolis Colts probably, or a fan of the NFL in general. So wouldn't you love to attend your favorite team's week one game? Well, you're in luck. Fans First Sports Network is giving away four free tickets to the week one NFL game of your choice. And here's the best part, up to five thousand dollars you can get some pretty fantastic seats going up to five thousand dollars drake and and guess what the rules are simple to enter into this contest all you guys need to do is go to contest.fansforsports.com that's contest.fansforsports.com 
com and fill out the appropriate information. That's it. Once you've done that, you've been officially registered to win the four free tickets to any week one NFL game. What are you waiting for? Go enter for your shot at seeing your favorite team in action. Contest ends on September 4th. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, Drake. So there's going to be, I mean, well, obviously t- Taylor could come back get healthy, play for the Colts. That'd be the ultimate uh, uh, ending to this whole drama is if he plays well, they, they're able to mend their relationship and Taylor signs a long-term extension with the Colts. But on the flip side of things, he could also uh, continue to have issues with his ankle, not play for the Colts this season, and, and it ends up being this long, drawn-out, soggy, even longer than it already has been. And we could see fighting late into the fall, into the winter, and possibly even into the offseason uh, if this thing doesn't find a resolution this season, which, in my opinion, would probably be the worst possible outcome for not only the Colts, but for Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, and and the the ankle is clearly it's it's official now that it's a bigger problem than mm-hmm. what it, than what it was previously thought. And we had thought that when we were discussing EJ Speed having the same issue, and he's been in camp the whole time. So you're thinking, okay, maybe that surgery wasn't as successful as people thought it was going to be. So, um, yeah, that's that's really what you don't want. You don't want this to continue to spill into, you know, oct- or, uh, uh, deep into September, into October, trade deadline approaches. And then, you know, if he's still sitting out and he still can't get healthy, you've got an upset Jonathan Taylor. Look, man, at the end of the day, I know that people uh, look, we're all frustrated. You know, a lot of people are frustrated with the situation, but he wants to play football. I mean, he really mm-hmm. wants to play football. Uh, whatever has gone down, he definitely wants to be on the field, but yeah, you got a rookie quarterback. You've got a new head coach. You've got a new era of football in Indianapolis. And it, you've also got a bunch of injuries that have been happening. Okay. And so you, those are expected, but this is, this is different. Drama is just really, really a, a locker room killer. And it puts a black cloud in the corner of the facility, you know? So uh, I, I, you just hope that he is help that he can get healthy, that he can play, uh, you know, week five, he's out there on the field or at least close to being back and that things can, can mend over because again, you've got just all these rookies that are ready to go. And, and you got kind of this like stormy cloud that's, you know, sprinkling, all over the team. So I, I just, I definitely think I could not agree more that that's probably the situation that would be the worst outcome for probably all parties involved. Yeah. And, and the thing is too, I mean, this is, this is obviously this big dark cloud has hung over the Colts because of this situation. It's already gone far too long. In in my opinion, I feel like the Colts are doing what they need to do and playing hardball with this, but at the same time, you know, this isn't, 
that Shane Steichen is not happy about this. He's trying to establish his culture in the locker room. He's trying to get everybody to buy in. And when your your star player isn't buying in like this, it just it just makes things so much more difficult uh, to establish what you really want to do and focus on football, which we all know that's what Shane Steichen really cares about. And obviously it's a distraction for for Anthony Richardson as well, no matter how how you you put things and how much he tries to put the blinders on there's still noise about jonathan taylor around here there's questions about jonathan taylor obviously you you can't kind of you you can't put the blinders on 24 7 i mean all these guys on the colts know about the issue going on with jonathan taylor and the longer this drags out it's it's not just going to magically go away the media is not going to stop covering it we're not going to stop covering it until there's a resolution and it just creates more more tension and more unneeded noise especially when you're trying to focus on rebuilding this team up and the development of a young rookie quarterback and anthony richardson well and you know real quick we've talked about this over and over that that was that was what you were he was supposed to be walking into a team that had a brilliant play caller a nice set of weapons a line that was ready to go ready to bounce back but more important, perhaps, maybe not offensive line. That's like the king. But really close to as important was having Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. You know, and yes, even with, you know, yeah, Richardson probably hears, you know, these these issues with JT. Well, he also hears the people saying, well, now what's Richardson going to do? You know, there's people out there that are saying, well, now his development's going to be slowed. You know, he's not going to go out there and be as productive right out of the gate. He's going to have to shoulder more of the offense. You know, Steichen's going to have to change this and change that. So there's more than just Jonathan Taylor here. It's an entire organization that is being affected by uh, this situation. And again, you just hope that the ultimate outcome would be week five rolls around. He's back on the field things are okay. He plays out that final year of his contract. And then they offer an extension once he's shown he can operate in a new scheme and a complex one at that. And I mean, obviously we, we gave it, he could come back. This could linger. And while Jonathan Taylor wasn't traded today, that doesn't mean Jonathan Taylor isn't going to get traded in the future. I mean, the, the trade deadline isn't till Halloween of this year. So we've still got quite a few weeks. We've got almost two months uh, until the, the trade deadline is, is passed. So at least until then, there's always going to be, there's going to continue to be rumors. There's going to continue to be the question of will Jonathan Taylor be traded? And will that be the ultimate resolution to all of this? So that's that's still going to stick around. And I'm sure as we get closer to the trade deadline, while there might be not a deal imminent now because the Colts did mark that deadline at 4 p.m. today to get a deal done, other teams, as the season goes along, and if this continues to drag on longer and longer with no no resolution in sight between the Colts and Jonathan Taylor, there's going to be more teams asking and more teams inquiring about his availability. So there is still a chance that Jonathan Taylor is traded later in the season. Yeah, and you, you got to think, too, like in the immediate, everyone was talking about the Bears. They were talking about the Rams. They were talking about the Dolphins. They need a running back. They need a guy who can tote, you know, tote the pigskin. Things could change dramatically in the first four weeks. You know, like let's say a team 
realizes, well, we don't have the running game we thought we did. Maybe they, a brand new team, makes an inquiry about Jonathan Taylor. And and also, you know, to just kind of put put it away from JT for a moment, Malki Kawa is, is also going to probably be hitting that table very hard for a deal to get done. And so you got to think that they, they fielded offers. They said no to all of them. That could potentially fuel fire underneath his agent, you know, and look, at the end of the day, I know that say what you want about Malki Kawa. He is still a professional agent. Okay. He still does know what he's doing and he is still, I hate to say this, He's probably pretty good at what he does because he's got NFL players and and huge mixed martial arts stars following his lead. So people trust him on the highest level of money to deal with their money. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely think that you could you could see maybe some different people, some different teams making inquiries at the start of the season. If a running back goes down or if they realize that, again, that they don't have what they thought they did, they might try to push for Jonathan Taylor. And it might be a team we haven't talked about that might have the assets that the Colts are like, hmm, maybe that works out for us as it didn't today. So, uh, yeah, it's it'll be interesting to, to monitor. It's it's going to be craziness, uh, and it's it's probably not going to stop anytime soon. And I would dare say that, you know, you might be you might be going into the start of October unfortunately still talking about this i would i would probably bet that it's not going to come to a resolution anytime soon deadlines yeah deadlines typically spur action and when we get closer to that trade deadline it could it could force force the colts hands or force force jonathan taylor's hands we'll we'll have to see i mean there's another factor where does a team want to come in and, and make a push for jonathan taylor for as they're making a run towards the super bowl Exactly. Uh, there, there's always there's always that possibility as well but i mean whether jo- i mean obviously all colts fans would would love to see jonathan taylor return have a productive year and and the colts to give him an extension the more likely option in my opinion is that jonathan taylor is either traded this season or or things get worse where he doesn't come back to play and and it ends up being a holdout things get even messier with this team um and and unfortunately that's that's just kind of the situation we're in now so it's going to be interesting over the next few months to see how it all plays out uh and and i don't think this jonathan taylor saga is going to be going away anytime soon but that's our episode today for the horseshoe huddle halftime just giving you guys a quick update of of what's what's to expect now that the Colts have kept hold of Jonathan Taylor, decided not to trade him, did not receive an offer that they thought was fair for the running back services as this drama continues here in the heart of Colts country. So if you haven't followed us already, please like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook, follow at Colts on FN on Twitter, and subscribe to the Horseshoe Huddle YouTube channel. Hit that bell so you don't miss a single episode and you can join us live every Monday and Thursday night. And obviously, if you're listening to us here on the pod, please subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps us in the algorithm so that way we can touch and get a hold of other Colts fans just like you. Go follow Drake at DWalsterDrake on Twitter. You can follow me at Andrew Moore NFL. And we will be back Thursday night live on YouTube to talk more Jonathan Taylor and talk about the roster cuts that the Colts made this week as well. Colts fans, there's no shortage of news here in late August as we approach week one. So for Drake, I'm Andrew. Everyone, 
Enjoy your week, and we'll see you on Thursday.